following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Wrestling Podcast, May the 4th be with you. It is three guys and a not part-time artist, thank fucking God. <laughs> uh, this this week I'm joined by R2 Takes the D2. Is that me? Oh, it's definitely you. you take okay. that, that is you. That is, yes, that's, that that's you. Right. That's you. That sounds right. Yep. I am also joined by one half of the Fat Siders. You know him as Fat Hall. Hey, yo. You also can now know him as Luke Fat Walker. <laughs> yep. And I am the other half of the Fat Siders. I'm Fat Nash, a.k.a. Han Fatso. Fat! There it is. We are festive in the Star Wars Day, as it is May the 4th as we record this, only a few short hours away from every male and female over the age of 21's favorite potentially racist holiday Cinco de Drinco yeah it's 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 definitely on the problematic scale oh I know my topic now okay all right so for those of you at home that have now been spoiled alerted uh we didn't know what Joe's topic was until about negative seven seconds ago (laughs) well you technically still don't know I didn't know until negative seconds yeah I was gonna say we don't know he it's knows. Uh, we're going to get through the first two topics, and Joe may forget what he just said, so because he is smoking. Um, so we have a fun show today. We're obviously going to talk about uh, the draft. It is over and done with. What the rosters look like, what's left in NXT, as well as we'll talk about WrestleMania Backrash this weekend from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Yes, sir. Uh, then we'll obviously have Joe's hidden topic. Um, but before we begin... Uh, Jim, you got a little, uh, you got a new sound bite over there for me? Dude, we got this going already? First two, uh, first, first bit of news here. Um, we can't offer you wrestlers for the month this month because for the second month in a row, Joe Lopez doesn't give me a top 15 list before the next episode. Sounds bad tracks. Is, is that really breaking news? No. Uh, it, it is to our fans at home. Is it? They did not see me. Is it? I will say yes because he was actually decent at getting me the first two months in a relatively timely matter. Well, that's true. He, for for those of you at home, let's peel back the layer of of the Take Three Wrestling Podcast group chat. When we transitioned to this, I said in that group chat, Joe will make it two months, and then he won't do the list. That he fought to get reduced from 25 to 15. And everyone was like, no, 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 it'll definitely change. No, it won't. I know how this works. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. In my defense, yeah, that should have been expected. Yeah, that tracks. No, that was 100% expected. By the way, I don't know if y'all got Aldi down there in Florida. We do. But these little fucking berry sour mints. So they're basically like those... uh, Icebreakers. Yeah, they're showers. like icebreakers. Yeah. 
with the berry. They have a straw. It's strawberry, mixed berry, and cherry, and they're just like a little sour, dude. Right, right, kind of. Uh, I could eat a whole fucking pack of these mints in 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 a in a sitting. As my wife starts to vacuum. What the fuck? Is- <laughs> I don't know. My house is a fucking disaster. She's apologizing now. The for whole sucking thing up. sucks. Yeah, thanks, thanks, intern Mark. I appreciate you. Thing sucks. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to listen to your guys' show tonight. Hold on, I'm gonna mute myself. And you sucked the little thing out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to listen to your guys' show this uh, this this afternoon. Uh, was at dinner with uh, former four and a half member of the guest uh, of the show, Craig Horn. Uh, he'll be on a show soon. Um, but literally, um, did you guys talk about anything fun? Uh, I mean, we talked about the draft. We talked about um, the fact that AEW has sold 50,000 plus tickets already in the pre-sale for All In. Um, So that's pretty fucking wild. Um, The general on sale is, well, tomorrow to us, today to this podcast uh, when it airs. Um, And according to at WrestleTix on Twitter... Uh, it looks like they're looking to sell the whole venue. Uh, which uh, got would, a strong start. Which would be about 90,000 strong. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, look, we can we can make jokes about, uh, you know, Cocaine Tony and, and, and all of that, but um, an impressive feat. I, I will give I credit. My wife's peeking over my shoulder saying hello to everybody watching at home. I will, uh, I will give credit where credit's due. On the AEW side, um, because to to, I I I honestly would have thought that somewhere between about fifty five and sixty five thousand, yeah, would have been a success, and they've sold fifty thousand in the pre sale. So, um, I'll give them credit, man. It's it's not an easy task, and and they they did, uh, they've done extremely well. Um, now selling almost twice as many tickets as you've already sold um should be a challenge but yeah good luck good luck selling the other 50 but uh but yeah impressive none the least british wrestling fans are basically void of any major event so this is their this is like their super bowl they will also have money in the bank in june but but Keep in mind, that's a, at the O2. That's only 20,000 people. But that's what I'm saying. They will have a major event. Yeah. And I mean, this is, you know, they had Clash at the Castle um, in Wales. But yeah, Clash I mean, I, I can't I can't remember the last big event to be in the UK. And this is AEW's first, it, besides Canada, international show. Um, I, still, I still feel like that, that just based off of the talent that has worked in AEW, they were going to sell out as many tickets as they wanted to put out. Well, and they have this working agreement with like New Japan and stuff like that. So I think there's... So you have a shot of having Osprey. Right. You have a shot of having Okada. You're going to get Kenny Omega in England again. Like, you're going to get the guys that you haven't seen in five years. Right. Because of the pandemic. Like... Well, yeah. You're probably going to sell this bitch out no matter how many. This this is really the perfect storm for AEW. They capitalized at the perfect time. And in a world where there's a potential for backlash, if Phil does come back, how do you fucking calm it down? By selling 90,000 tickets. Exactly. To a show in fucking England. It's um, a perfect storm. 
the other piece of news that I wanted to touch on before we got to that, uh, congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. For the Brand, Pat McAfee, on the birth of their uh, new baby girl today. Yeah. Awesome news. Also, kind of in this in the same uh, in the same light. Congratulations to Corey Graves and Carmella. Yes. Um, they have a they have a baby due in November. Obviously, um, they've been very open. They've been very open about the, the the struggles and and the miscarriages. So, um, you know, hopefully everything continues to go well. Um, also makes sense on why Sony Deville was Chelsea Green's tag partner. Well, yeah, yeah. why? Because well, we yeah we had Carmella and and Chelsea for one week, and then all of a sudden it went to Sonya, and everybody's like, "Why did they pull the rug out from under Carmella?" And it's like, well, I guess we have our answer now. So yeah, I guess sometimes, so and I get it. Sometimes it can be difficult to um, you know let it breathe, but sometimes maybe just let it breathe. They they maybe have reasons that we don't know um, right off the bat. But yeah, congratulations to the McAfee's. Congratulations to. Uh, Corey and uh, and Carmella for sure. It was uh, also been reported that Vince McMahon is no longer facing investor lawsuits in the state of Delaware as a result of the uh, $17.4 million uh, payouts. Horrible human being. There it is. That's <laughs> what I was waiting for. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, I uh, want to dive into your topic, Mike. Let's do it. Uh, last Friday night started the. Uh, oh. Whoa. Just oh, wrong it. one. There we yep, go. There it is. There it is. The draft started last Friday night on SmackDown. It ended on Monday Night Raw. Uh, we're going to talk winners and losers um, of the draft. Obviously, I don't think we can call NXT, quote, losers. Um, they definitely lost some talent here, which we'll talk about here shortly. Um, your new rosters, uh, current free agents include Baron Corbin, the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar, Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler. Ziggler. Uh, Mustafa Ali, Omas, Shelton Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander, Elias, uh, Zion Quinn, and Jeep Wagoneer. Uh, your new SmackDown roster. Uh, it is the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, Asuka, Austin Theory, Bianca Belair, Bobby Lashley, Cameron Grimes, To the Moon, uh, Charlotte Bobby. Flair, Control Alt Delete Etch Grace and Walha Hit Row Carrying Cross and Scarlet L A Knight Yeah Yeah uh, Everybody's favorite member of the See You Next Tuesday Club Lacey Evans uh, The LWO that includes uh -oh. Santos Escobar There it is uh, Joaquin uh, Wild Cruz Del Taco and Zelina Vega um, as predicted on this show, drafted by yours truly, representing the Blue Brand on last week's show, the Yes Boys themselves, pretty deadly. Uh, Rick Boogs, uh, Roman Reigns and Toyota Sequoia, Shotzi Blackheart, Tamina, the Brawling Brutes, the OC, the Street Profits, and the Usos. Anything we want to touch on, free agent and SmackDown before we get to it all? Um, I, I don't, I don't like the number of free agents. I think it is a little silly. Um. To, to draft the two brands and, and to leave 10 people. I really feel like there's like more free agents. If I actually sat down and thought about it, probably. Well, there's, there's people who weren't draft eligible, like Bray Wyatt, Alexa bliss. Like there was a that handful of, of uneligible because they're either hurt. They're on leave or something. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But like, so Brock Lesnar, and it makes all the sense in the world, quote unquote, negotiated himself to be a free agent. Why would you have one of your biggest money makers for your big four or five shows a year locked to one brand? That makes no sense. It makes the uh, all the sense in the world to have Brock as a free agent. Um, why would the, the MVP negotiating Omos to be a free agent? Okay, I'll believe that in kayfabe. He's kind of like an agent, sure. But why the hell are Corbin, Ziggler, Ali, Shelton, Cedric, Elias... Why are they free agents? Why why were they not drafted to a brand? And why are two guys from NXT free agents on the main roster just because they were eligible? Like if you get if you're not drafted, you're just staying NXT. Like if, if if they don't if they don't you know what I mean? Like if they don't draft you, if they Zion don't, Quinn and Jeep Wagoneer should just still be on the just NXT still be roster. in NXT. <laughs> I still feel like NXT should have had picks in this, but. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll touch on that. But, um, here, here's my my thoughts on on the rosters, and we'll obviously dig into it a little bit more. But on first glance, um, SmackDown is very like women's singles heavy. Um, I think the women's division on SmackDown is going to be incredibly strong. Uh, Raw has is very tag team friendly, um, both women's and men's, um. So I'm I'm kind of curious to see how that plays out and to see if, um, you know, because there were some reports this week post Monday Night Raw that Triple H is 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 finally getting a chance to kind of wrap up the last bits of like Vince McMahon creative and from like now till SummerSlam and then obviously beyond that is really with this draft is really where he is starting to kind of dig in his creative ideas and really kind of take shape his vision for what the WWE can be. So I think back to, to the black and gold brand with Triple H, like tag team wrestling was a thing that was focused on. Women's wrestling was a thing that was focused on. So if you kind of look at these two brands, like you're you're kind of seeing, you know, th those two staples are 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 – showing pretty well on the separate brands all right let's talk about the raw roster real quick uh tozawa otis and gable drafted together as the alpha academy uh apollo cruz back up from the nxt roster becky lynch braun Strowman, and ricochet still a dick bronson reed candace LeRae, adrenaline in my soul something something cody rhodes dana brooks dexter loomis drew mcintyre emma Los Lotharios, Imperium, Indy Hartwell, who relinquished the NXT women's title. More on that in a minute. Indy's sheer of uh, Jinder Mahal and Veer, who's coming hard. And Shanky, I believe. It's all three no, of them. No, I don't think it's all three of them. Indy's sure at the end, I think, was just the two of them. Uh, let me look, Let me double, take a look at that, but that I think... Double I... check that for me. If it is, then fuck it. We're getting shanked and veered. We're coming hard and getting shanked. <laughs> Uh, J.D. McDonough, he also may be able to help you with your uh, settlement. Uh, Johnny Gargano, Katana Chance and Caden Carter, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, Masse, Mansoir, and Maxine Dupree, Matt Riddle, Natalia, Nikki Cross, Odyssey Jones up from the NXT roster, Piper Niven, the women's tag team champions of Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, uh, Riddick, not Madcap Moss, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, Seth Franklin Rollins, uh, Shinsuke Toyota, Sonya Deville, and Chelsea Green, 
Tegan Knox, The Judgment Day, The Miz, The New Day, The Viking Experience, Trish Stratus, Zia Lee, and Zoe Stark. Um, looking at the Raw roster, okay? Kevin and Sammy are there. What are we doing with the SmackDown tag team? Oh, okay, it's, it was Sanga was the third one. Oh, Sanga. Sanga, it's Sanga, um, Veer, Veer, and Jinder Mahal. Okay. okay. Um... So, A, what are we doing with the SmackDown tag titles? And, B, are Alba Fire and Isa Dawn just going to defend the NXT women's tag titles? Or are we going to get a SmackDown version of the women's tag titles, you think? Um, they, 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 may, they may end up doing Raw and SmackDown women's tag titles. But what I think is going to end up happening is, like... Alba Fire and Isla Dawn will still get an opportunity to go to NXT and defend and eventually lose those tag titles. Like, I think they're, like, on SmackDown, but they can still defend on NXT because they're the NXT tag team. They, they haven't clearly said that, but that's what so I think. So do you think that Indy dropped it more because of the injury rather than yeah. They're getting called up? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That and there's a lot of women in NXT that are injured, so, like, it's hard to lose the titles to anybody right now. I mean, you could have lost in a triple threat to the same two that you fought this week when you got hurt. But wasn't the two that they lost to this week, didn't they also get drafted? Didn't, weren't they fighting no. Chance and Carter? Tiff no, Tiffany Stratton was in that triple threat match. Oh, were they? I, I didn't watch it next to you. So. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and it, Yeah, and I think I, I would imagine let's tune in on Monday to see because the, the new rosters take effect this coming Monday on Raw. Correct. So, so we'll see the Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley stare at each other and then swap the title belts because yeah, you can't be the Raw champion on SmackDown. You can't be the SmackDown champion on Raw. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think the the easy fix that won't happen is just change the names of the titles. Um, the so, Universal Women's Championship and the WWE Women's Championship. Yeah, that would be the easy way to do it. So then they don't. So then you can keep the lineage. You just change the I, name. And, I agree. But it, they'll probably do the title swap, which stinks because, um, I mean, and obviously we'll talk about this in a little bit, but unless Bianca drops the title, um, she's going to lose her, what, because she, she almost, she's almost at the record. Yeah, she's almost at the record number of days and she's going to lose that because of a technicality. Um, but uh, for the tag titles too, I would imagine they, they, I would hope they will address that this coming Monday. Uh, all right, so let's start. Winners, losers. Um, first up, everybody give a winner um, to talk about. Uh, Joe, go with you first since you're looking like you're about to fall asleep and I need to get you involved in this conversation in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, that's probably a really good idea. That tracks. Uh, um, let's see. For a winner, you know, I'm going to go with Kevin and Sammy. I think that moving them away from the rest of the bloodline is a smart call at this point. It seems like a lot of the draft aimed to do that, where a lot of the storylines that we've had for the last six or seven months, if not longer, they kind of moved the two sides to two separate brands. Like, got the LWO going over to uh, um, SmackDown, and you got Judgment Day over on Raw, and like, you know, like you got like Bianca and Becky are separated, and there's like a, a whole lot of that here, which I think is probably smart. Um, 
I think out of all of those, Sammy and Kevin are probably the people who, you know, they've they've proven that they can be at the top with the bloodline, but now it's their opportunity to move on from there. And like, what can we see them do? And like Jim kind of touched on, the tag division on Raw is stacked. You know, the, honestly, if you look at SmackDown too, I think like Raw has eight male tag teams and SmackDown's got like seven. So, I mean, we're talking about two really stacked divisions and we look, we don't know right now whether or not Kevin and Sammy are just going to end up appearing on both shows because they have both sets of belts. Like we don't know what, what's going to be done to handle that just yet. Um, But either way, I think this is an opportunity for them to hopefully do something. Cause I got to admit like, the last month or so, like the post WrestleMania stuff with them, it hasn't been doing it for me quite to the same level as everything before WrestleMania was. I think it's all been a little, you know, kind of going through the motions to get to the next part. Cody, Cody Rhodes 2.0. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, about the chase, not about them having the titles now. Right. So I think like it's a good idea that we're we're, we're going to move them away from that storyline now it's a good opportunity for them uh jim your first uh your first your first w um i i mean i to me it's got to be grayson waller um this is a guy that like i I don't i don't watch nxt very often i do want to point out the uh the ineligible uh people were bray wyatt randy orton biggie logan paul Alexa Bliss, Uncle Howdy, Tommaso Ciampa, Shanky, R-Truth, Robert Roode, Aaliyah, and Carmella. Uh, most of those are injury-based. I don't I, – I, I assume – is Shanky and Aaliyah, are they both injured? Um, they, may, they may be. They may be. They may be uh, Bra- like you know, we don't really know what's going on with Bray Wyatt. And, like, Logan Paul, again, see, see Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. Like, why, why would Lesner, you – Lesnar, comma, Brock. Yeah, so – um, and, and Bliss, I think, had, had asked for some time off. So um, no real surprises in the ineligibles. But, yeah, uh, Grayson Waller, man, like this is a guy that, like, I, I didn't watch NXT very often, but anytime I watched, like, a premium live event or a show leading into a premium live event, this guy jumped off the page as main event ready or a uh, main roster ready uh, for a while. Like, he just gets it. Like, he he, he seems like the, the, the 2013 International Miz. Like, he just has that... He just has that man. This guy is so fucking annoying. Like I want to hate him, but I also love him because he's that good. Um, so yeah, that's a huge win for me. All right, my first winner of the draft. Um, gonna stay on the blue brand. I'm gonna go with a guy who now is the champion on the blue brand. Uh, give me the kid, Leroy. Yeah, I like that. That title now becomes the title that matters on the blue brand from an in-ring perspective. Obviously, the title that everyone's going to talk about is the head of the table, the tribal chief, the universal continental fucking intergalactic champion of the world. Um, But when on a strategical, and I was talking to Craig about this tonight, realistically, how many more matches do you think Roman Reigns is going to wrestle in 2023? Because I'm at three. Uh, So maybe Night of Champions. Night of Champions, Summerfest, Survivor Series. I'm going to go nine. On TV? Yeah. That motherfucker hasn't worked nine matches in a year in fucking God knows when. See, I think he'll... 
I think he'll get like he, you might get that like random the random one off on one off on SmackDown. Um, I'll Jim, go. Just take the middle. Just take like six. Yeah, I'll say at the most six. Yeah. Like, cause there's, just, there's a, there's a, a there's a chance, there's a chance he defends at Night of Champions, but I honestly right. could see them just doing a fucking tribal chief ceremony to honor a thousand days. I could see that too. That's why I'm saying, like, I was thinking one of the Saudi shows, maybe if it's even the one in fucking November. I said Summerfest Saudi show Survivor Series against whoever is. The yeah, and that'll be that'll be a WWE champion. That'll be them. Well, that'll be yeah. Either that or they'll the do champion. Either that or they'll or do a Bloodline versus Team Cody, <laughs> or yeah. what, or whoever you know, something, something, something. like that. Raw, Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, which would be the Bloodline and a fifth member versus. Because is if they do if they're doing they doing War Games again. Correct, which is what they said they were doing versus Team Seth Franklin Rollins. Yeah, who will be the World Heavyweight Champion at the time? Those Maybe. Two captains. Maybe. Two. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, I'm going I'm to say it. That's fine. Um, so that's why I said three. Um, but Theory now becomes the guy where, yeah, they have the women's champion. They, ha- they have whatever's going to happen with uh, Alba and Issa. But he now is going to end up feuding with guys, Cameron Grimes, Etch, potentially Grayson Waller and them have a match. Um Whatever Karrion Cross's deal is, L.A. Knight and him could have great fucking promos with each other. Um, you know, can steal wins against Rick Boogs. When Little Spoon comes back, that's another one. You know, Montez Ford. I mean, he is. Yeah, he's back. It's a matter of when he actually wrestles. Because I thought they, they very creatively ducked him out of harm's way uh, on Friday. So, um, that, that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, winner number one for me is the Kid Leroy. Yeah, no, I think I think that's that's a great that's a great one for sure. Uh, Joseph, do you have a second winner? Hmm. Is it is it too broad to just kind of say NXT talents because no. I feel like all of the call ups were kind of big wins except for, for Jeep Wagoneer. Pretty much everyone who got called up, you know, and except for who? Except for Jeep Wagoneer and Zion Quinn. Because they didn't get drafted. Yeah, because I I guess it depends how they're used. But go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the whole free agent thing is a little confusing right now because it seems like, like I don't know exactly where they're gonna go with it. You know what I mean? Like, are are we just gonna randomly get almost showing up on boat shows and having matches, or like, are we gonna see someone trying to sign them from each brand, like? Are they going to show up down in NXT? Like, what? We don't know what the deal is with the free agent thing yet, so it's hard to judge. So I mean, like, like Von Wagner might end up being on Raw and SmackDown most weeks. So like, we that's kind that. of a win for him at that point. We don't need that. We don't need more Jeep Wagoneer. No, 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 no. Look, I think this works better when you don't see the same people on both shows. That's the whole point of doing yeah. the separate rosters. So yeah, I, I don't like the free agent thing right now, but I literally guess... all of those free agents, Sans, Brock Lesnar, would all be on NXT for me. Even Omos, let him go fucking down there and fucking work. Go, go, put some fucking miles on that body. I mean, I'd like to see Shelton and and uh, Cedric end up on SmackDown, and maybe let's like put him with Bobby. You know, no, I mean? like... no, I'm fucking over it. We we've burnt we 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 we've done burnt the fucking hurt lock. 
Hurt Locker, Hurt Business, and they're not fucking coming back. Can, can we move on from that now? I mean, we've been wishing for that head. for six, seven. One we've, time. We've been wishing for that for seven months. Punt. One it's, time. It's fourth and 37, Joe. You're not picking up the first down. Put the punter on the fucking field and get fucking rid of it because they're not doing it. They've had every opportunity in the world to fucking do it. And every time it's, oh, look, Shelton fucking, you know, Cedric are talking to MVP in the back. And it goes nowhere. And now they're both free agents. I mean, put them on, put them on raw as a tag team. You're, you're, you're tag team heavy on raw. That's I'm saying. Get them away from Bobby Lashley. You put them on the same show with Bobby Lashley. No one's going to care about Cedric Benjamin or Selton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Unless you fucking do the hurt business again, you're doing more damage to the two of them by leaving them with Bobby Lashley. It'd be like leaving Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens on SmackDown with the fucking bloodline. Because you know that that should be the feud, but when it's not the feud, you're going to be like, man, I really miss that Sami and KO versus the Uso stuff. Like Shelton Shelton and Cedric could be a good tag team on Raw in a division that is heavily in tag teams, as Jim has said. But you put them on SmackDown, you're like, man, when are they getting back with Bobby? So we don't give a shit that you have two really good in-ring wrestlers. We just care that they're going to be lackeys to Bobby. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I like I like MVP. Uh, I like MVP negotiating Omos as a free agent. Brock, it makes sense. And I, I could even see Elias. I think Tim said this on 3CT. Um, Elias just being like a like a, a like a wanderer. Like I could, yeah. like, like that could make dr- sense. Like he's just like he's a drifter. Yeah, he's a, drift. he's a drifter. But yeah, like put Corbin, put Corbin on SmackDown. Okay, put Corbin on SmackDown. Put Ziggler in NXT. Put Ali in NXT. Put and then, yeah, put Wagon Wagoneer and and Zion Quinn back in NXT. And there you go. Put Benjamin and and uh, Alexander on Raw. Uh, Jim, your second winner. Um, Imperium, and particularly Gunther. Um, oh, big Goon. Like, yeah, SmackDown probably technically gets a quote-unquote bigger audience uh, every week because it's on broadcast TV versus cable TV. Um, but Raw's the big show. Raw's the big time. Raw's Raw's yeah, Raw's Paul White. Uh, Raw's Captain Insano. Um. <laughs> Like raw is when when if you if you would like just randomly pull people and be like what's WWE's TV show most of them are gonna say Monday Night Raw like it's it, it's 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 what you think of when you think of WWE TV um so getting Gunther on there um and and when I when when I said when you said that Rollins is gonna be the the world heavyweight champion around Survivor Series time. The only reason I said maybe not is because, and we talked about this, and I think maybe, was it Tim that said it, or was it Ryan that, I can't remember, that was two hours ago, Um, but why not, why not have Gunther be your first world heavyweight champion and relinquish the Intercontinental title? Like, you you have a new lineage, it's, it's, you know, and like, it would make a statement, um, He's already brought prestige into this intercontinental title, and 
I like. I think it it would be bold. I don't know that they'll do it, but like, in like Imperium with the world heavyweight title. Hello, then immediately you have two guys challenging for the tag titles. I I wouldn't hate it, but I would feel I'd want him to lose the title. That's fair. Him, him giving it up after four hundred days just is like. Man, but it's kind of the Oscar thing when she relinquished the NXT title. Like, nobody can beat me. I get me. it. I get it. But no one can beat you. Like, if you enter the tournament and don't win it, like, it's counterproductive. Like, you'd have to go into the tournament and win. Yeah. Like, I almost would be like, hey, um, I'll give up the Intercontinental title if it gets me, like, a bye to the finals. Or even a first round bye. Yeah. So, like, like, if it gives him an advantage, like, I wouldn't even be opposed to it. Yeah. Um, all right, my second winner, um, looking at these rosters, um, you know, we've talked a lot about um, the tag team division on Raw. I'm going to transition over to the women's division on SmackDown because I feel like that whole division is a win right now. Um, Becky is no longer chasing Bianca, you know, but now you have damage control um, that's there. So you can go with still EO or whomever, Asuka, uh, Charlotte when she's back, Zelina Vega, but then you also have Shotzi and Tamina and eventually Scarlett when she can get in the ring. The new additions of Dawn and Fire. Um, I like what they did with the women's division on SmackDown. Um, they're giving the younger blood flow a little bit more push here, so I, I like the women's division on the blue brand. Yeah. Anything from you, uh, Sleepy Time Jones? Is he out? And he's gone. And Joe! And he's gone. Austin Theory is not wearing pants. Yeah, we're just going to pull him off the screen for the time. <laughs> I was like, we're going to try to slow clap to get him to fucking wake up? Well, no, I was trying to give him the, like a three count. Yeah. He's gone. We lifted the, the arm. He's gone. He's gone. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Uh, losers of the draft, I guess. There it is. Um, and don't take the cop out and say the NXT brand because of all the talent they fucking lost. Because that's the easy no, thing. no, no, no. And, and here, I mean, here's the thing: they have they have a couple. They've had a couple of classes in the last couple mm -hmm. of years that n now get a chance to be featured more. They've been working on this. Um, uh, what's the level up show or whatever? Level up. Um, level up. I mean, it's hard to say that there's any losers that actually get like drafted to a prospective brand, but um, I, I'll the first one. I'll yeah, say go ahead. If you have one, go ahead. Uh, WWE in general, because you missed the boat because you announced that Grayson Waller was going to be on SmackDown on a post show. Yeah. That's one, he's a guy that should have been announced on one of the shows. You kind of fumbled the bag. Oh, wait, I think he woke up. Oh, did he? There he is. Oh, hey, he didn't drop the phone this time. <laughs> or the soap. Uh, we don't care about oh, the soap. Oh, boy. Um, I dropped the phone. Yeah, there it is. That's, that's standard. Um, yeah, so loser WWE for not doing the right thing and putting his announcement on television. A lot of people kick back about that on social media. 
That's fair. That's Joe, fair. do you have a loser? Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of overlooking it. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I, let's go with Hit Row because I feel like they could have used the change of scenery. Uh, yeah, I think they. And, 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 yeah, and, and that's the thing. We didn't see anybody go down, but but yeah, I could yeah I could I could I could co-sign on that one. Yeah, I could too. Um, I have one. I have one other one that I want to bring to the table. If you don't go there, um, part of me wants to say damage control. Okay. But I think getting I think getting them away from Becky from Becky is a good thing. So I'll, I'll leave that. Um, honestly, and and I mean I think he's he's going to be more than fine. But I really would I really wanted La Knight on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah. Like he feels like a Raw superstar. Especially if you have like world title aspirations for Gunther, mm-hmm. um, LA Knight would be a tremendous intercontinental champion. Are you kidding me? Sign me up for that. Cause like, I mean, either way, cause he's a heel. Gunther's a heel. You'd, you would, you'd have to be, a, you'd have to get a transitional guy there. Same thing on SmackDown. If you're going to, if you want him to be us champion, Eventually, you're going to have to get it. You know, you're going to have to do a, a month where Cameron Grimes gets it from the Austin Theory, and uh, and then and then LA Knight can win it. But like, man, I would have really liked LA Knight on Raw. I agree with that. I will also co-sign with that. Uh, my last loser, um, you know, for yours truly. Um, they called up all these NXT talent like uh, JG Wetworth. Um, I really still think they should have called up everybody's favorite Muppet. Um, that got brought just, that got brought up on three CT. Um, I I think they want to they want to give him time to develop the heel this heel character in NXT that he just switched to. I get it. So while I I I, I kind of agree, I can also see the logic behind it. And if you 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 did pull a good bit of talent from NXT, and you have some injuries down there, so I think it's a smart play to to keep, keep him because because you can still do call ups throughout the year. So like you get through SummerSlam, some of the roster gets healthy, some of the newer talent from like Level Up and stuff has has started to develop a little bit. You know, Raw after SummerSlam, uh, maybe Braun Breaker makes his debut or something i could see it um sleeping beauty are you there yeah i'm awake all right just make sure i can't see your face honestly my my other one is johnny gargano being a uh raw talk draft pick yeah it's pretty bad like that 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 felt like will levis Sitting by himself, waiting for somebody to call his name on draft Yo, night. Can we talk about Will Levis real quick, though? What about him? My girlfriend 
were the other two sisters like what I don't know, man. That that man's doing just fine for himself. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, uh, second round draft pick. I'm gonna go be in the middle of fucking Nashville, fucking Tennessee, and I got smoke show after smoke show oh sitting next God. to me. Un- I'll un- be a second round draft pick every day of the week. What <laughs> you the ain't, hell? You ain't lying, man. Um, yeah. He ain't lying. I will say one thing. I feel like. It's uneventful during these drafts when it's someone who's already on a brand. Like when you when you hit me with, you know, Hit Row is staying on SmackDown, it's like, okay. Or like like LA Knight is staying on SmackDown, it's like, okay. Like I almost wish that the draft was exclusively NXT talents. And even if you only made it one night. And you only did call it call it five rounds or six rounds, and so you know you're getting like ten to twelve talents off of NXT, but you can replenish NXT. That shouldn't be a problem. I mean, even in this one, they basically brought up about ten or twelve NXT talents. Like maybe not quite ten, but definitely at least like what six or seven ended up making it on. So I mean, you could do that. And if you want to use it as an opportunity to move around some of the other talents, you could do that with, you know, trades and like, you know, like raw trades over to SmackDown friggin' the OC so that they can get, you know, SmackDown's next NXT draft pick. You know what I mean? Like you could still use it for moving guys around and freshening up the rosters while it not being this weird sort of, Hey, everyone's up for grabs. That's kind of, like it's kind of odd. It's not how I mean, like it's not I how mean, the draft works. The... In, in, but I'm saying like it's not how a draft works in like football or baseball. It's not like every single baseball player is up for grabs, you know? No, but you had to start with teams somewhere. So if the next draft they do next year is NXT talent and it's trading up draft picks for other people and it's doing things along those lines then we're accomplishing it, but you have to start somewhere. And I think this is, this is the starting point. Like you have to get set rosters. You have to go red brand, blue brand, like, you know, and you know, next year, this time you do a draft and it's man, you know, Johnny Gargano and the way, you know, say they're still a thing and, you know, you trade all four of them for, you know, a first round draft pick. And that's when you take Braun Breaker, you know, then you have guys who are like, man, I don't want to leave raw. This is my home. And it's like, yeah, but we sold we sold you off for fucking, you know, the next big thing, the next best asset. Things that real quote sports teams do, you know, they sell off the pieces as they're as they're getting to a point to to go get new pieces, you know. So it's it you but you have to start somewhere, and I think that this is a logical starting point. So if next year's draft is a Friday night and it's five rounds and it's NXT talent only and you know you see raw trade some people you see people get released from one show that they can go sign at nxt or go sign at smackdown or whatever the quote free agent pool becomes a little bit bigger yeah i mean it it can be a, a little bit silly to um to do it the way wwe does it but it's just kind of one of those things where uh, entertainment can't directly mimic real life. Um, and 
like you almost you almost have to have some people stay on the same brands because otherwise like it would just be like hey next week the smackdown guys are going to be on raw and the raw guys are going to be on smackdown there you go draft over and so it doesn't it, nothing changes then it just changes w what show you're on so if you don't if you only watch raw then you're going to see new shit <laughs> but if you watch both um you know then then you're just seeing the same thing in, in a different color um but yeah there there's definitely different ways they could do it uh or quote unquote better days i better ways i i do think it would be cool if um either like the tuesday like the nxt episode before the draft if they would like do a thing where they like tell the talents that are draft eligible that they're eligible um or like have the the tuesday at, like so you started on friday do the monday night episode and then the the, the tuesday after yet yeah, like nxt would get to select like from a pool of wwe talent to to, to bring down so like you're still kind of keeping the identity of nxt but you're also giving them a fresh look as well but I can see it. Any other uh, any other winners or losers we want to uh, discuss here? No, I'm excited to see how it plays out. Um, I, I I think there's some good opportunities um, for for a lot for some different faces um, on both shows. So, uh, Joe, anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right, that's the draft. Let's uh, let's transition to. Uh, the old preview of Backrash. Jim, uh, this is you, so I'll let you take it away. Yeah, so uh, Saturday night, uh, this Saturday, May 6th, uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. It is WWE Backlash. Seven matches on the card. Um, we we will start um, from the top, We got, uh, at least as it was listed on the Wikipedia page. Um, we got Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, taking on the bloodline of Jey Uso, Jimmy Uso, and Toyota Sequoia. Um, Mike, who do you got in this one? Um, all right, so I will take Owens, Zane, and Riddle because I believe this is the Toyota Sequoia walking out on the Usos. Ooh, okay. They yeah. teased it. They teased him like staring back on Friday after they lost the tag title match to, to Kevin and Sammy, um, you know, being pissed off that they didn't walk out with the titles. Obviously Roman is not thrilled with, with that. So um, interesting concept, you know, maybe, maybe this is where the bloodline of being Roman and solo being drafted separately than Jimmy and Jay, you know, maybe this is Paul being like, it's not us. It's you. Okay. And you kind of just break break it off because at this point your only other option would be Roman coming out and beating the ever loving fuck out of the Usos for losing, right? And having to fall in line because of the whole you lost the match to me at Hell in the Cell and like keeping them fucking hostage. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think um, break off would be better than hostage. Yeah, Joe. I actually think this is uh, the Usos and Solos to win, mostly because 
they just lost that tag title match. And I think unless you are pulling the pin and busting this one loose, like which I don't think they're actually ready to do, then I think the Usos like need to have this win. They they need to gain that favor in Roman's eyes. So I don't know. I see them winning this one. I feel like it's a safe one for them to win. Um uh, if if the I, I think the bloodline wins, I think that one of two things is gonna happen. I think Riddle eats the pin, like clean, or uh, Riddle. And he gets pinned by to- by Toyota Sequoia. Yeah, I think I think I think so. Yeah, Solo's gonna get the fall. Um, no matter what, the the only other way uh, that I see something different happening um, is if Riddle kind of turns on. Kevin and Sammy uh, because there's kind of been that infighting with Kevin and Riddle um, and Sammy's been kind of a little bit out there too so I could just see like Riddle um, Riddle kind of making that turn himself um, but yeah I have the bloodline winning um, next one we got Cody Rhodes taking on uh, Brock Lesnar Michael Talking about this at dinner with uh, with Craig. Cody hasn't had much adversity. It was losing to Roman at, at, at WrestleMania. You know, everyone said Cody didn't have that adversity. Um, to quote, finish the story, he has to go through adversity. What better adversity could he go through than being absolutely mollywopped by the Beast Incarnate, oh. Cowboy B Brock? Let's let's John Cena extreme rules this all over again. Brock mm-hmm. Brock yeets the fuck out of him, throws him around the fucking ring, fucking F five elbows, you know, cowboy B Brocked, um, and he literally breaks Cody. Because you in until a man is pushed to his breaking point, you don't know what you're going to get from him. So push Cody to that point. Let the rebuild of the story of of the adversity, the chase that that we so elegantly and loved leading into WrestleMania. You want to do it again? You gotta you gotta break Cody. How do you do it? Brock Lesnar. All right, Joe. I mean, if you think I'm choosing against America's dick, like, no, yeah, actually, no, I agree with Mike. Um, I I think the story here is Brock's right now that he gets the win. Well, the story is the adversary, the adversary, no. Adversity. Adversity. Adversity, That's the one. Anniversary. That that you're (laughs) building. Strategery. That you're building against Cody. So I I do think you have Brock win here. I don't think it hurts Cody. In fact, I think it helps him long run. Um, The world heavyweight title throws a, a monkey wrench into this a bit um i don't think cody will or should be the first world heavyweight champion but if they decide to make if they decide to make it the consolation title um does he get to the finals though no i can see a cody set finals see i would almost make that the breaking point because now you have, he can't even win the consolation trophy. Ooh, okay. 
you know, this this is such a slam dunk that Cody Rhodes is going to win the world heavyweight title. He gets to the finals, and he finally loses to the guy that he was molly whopping before he got hurt in Seth Rollins. If you go that route, if, if you're going to go Seth, a Seth Cody final would actually be or, really great. Or, or earlier, you talked about Big Goonth. Another, that was the end of your rumble. Another giant. Gunther's revenge. Another mountain that Cody couldn't climb. He can't beat the big guy. He couldn't beat Roman. Couldn't beat Brock. Couldn't beat Gunth. But see, yeah. I think if you're gonna get if you're gonna have him get to the finals, he beats Brock here. That's what I'm saying. So if you think that he's getting to the finals, then Cody walks out, whether he's beaten bruised, battered, splattered, and smothered and covered. He somehow flash pins and wins. And then he gets to the finals and loses. Then that that's that's a route. Right, but I'm, you said that like he couldn't beat Roman, he couldn't beat Brock, couldn't beat Gunther. I think to get if he's going to get to the finals and lo- like lose to Gunther, I think he has to beat Brock here. If he loses to Brock, I say he doesn't even get to the finals. And it's I, just I don't I don't think they should get him to the finals as well. That, yeah, I, I don't. Fun. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you should get to the finals. Um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll agree, Brock, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Cody wins. I'll say that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, all right. Um, in a in in a match that nobody asked for and had no build, Seth freaking Rollins versus Omos, Michael. Let's do this one quickly, because who cares? I think you have a soundbite from a certain member of the 3CT show that I... That I... Uh, who gives a shit? Thanks, Matt. That's my answer. Who gives a shit? I mean, the answer is Seth, right? Yeah. Joe, any 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 different opinion on that one? No, I mean, the answer is Seth, but only, I think, more... You, you don't think it, free agent Omos has a shot of winning? Well, so, like, it, no, I'm just saying, like, it seems more likely that Seth's going to win. Again, like, you were saying about the Cody and Brock match, like, oh, with the with the world title and the pitcher, Cody seems more likely to win. Well, with the world title and the pitcher, Seth seems more likely to win. Otherwise, I could have actually seen Omos maybe having a shot here. He almost got away with it. He, like, right, well, because, like... There it is. I think we all agree that Seth is definitely going to be one of the top contenders for the belt. Thank you. But he's not going to be one of the top contenders for the belt if he's losing it almost. Right. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, yeah, it's Seth. All right. Uh, singles match for the WWE SmackDown women's title. Uh, Rhea Ripley defending against Zelina Vega. Michael. Yeah, I'm not going to start my uh, conspiracy theorist on how someone's not going to walk out with the title with Rhea Ripples. So uh, give me the old judgment day. All right, Joe? Not here. No, I'm here. Oh, there he is. Hold on, hold on. Kind of muted and kind of not muted. Um, Wait, which one are we doing? Uh, Rhea Zelina. Oh, I mean, duh, right? Like, Rhea. Yeah, I mean Zelina's on Zelina's on SmackDown with, uh, with uh, the LWO. Um, wait, wait, wait! Are these motherfuckers about to do this? 
No, because EO Sky is on SmackDown as well. Yeah, otherwise, I was about to say, you sons of bitches. Yeah. Now, the only reason why it doesn't work is because they all, like, all the women are on SmackDown. Rhea's the only one who's on Raw. Um, you sons of bitches. Yeah, the, the answer is Rhea, right? Like, it should be cute, but, like, let's be, like. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Well, hey, now. Hey, uh, <laughs> you thought about that one for a minute? <laughs> Look, I get Peacock for free. I would pay for that with this match. I'm just saying. Yes. I'm just saying. Um, HLA. But H-L-A. like, Zelina shouldn't stand a chance in this one, right? I no, mean, she should get. She should get. She should get fucking shit canned. Like blasted. just, just absolutely, just beat the hell up. Rhea should eat her across the ring. Yeah, yeah. You want to you want to talk a replay of John Cena versus Brock Lesnar? Yeah, Give me that in this one. Um, but Joe, do you, you Rhea? I assume. Yeah. All right. Um, and we go to the triple threat match. Uh, the Joe, the Joe Lopez special. <laughs> uh, we have somebody get him a mop. Yeah, no kidding. Um, we have uh, Austin Theory defending the WWE United States Championship against Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley. Michael, hit that sound bite. Bobby, there you go. Yeah, I mean Branson Reed's on on Raw, right? So he's eliminated. Yep. yep. Joe. Yeah, I mean, it, right? Like in theory, unless they use this to Austin. get the U.S. title back on Raw. Um, no, I think Austin's gonna actually win. I think I think Austin Theory. I, I think positioning him as the secondary champion on SmackDown. Especially if Roman's not going to be around. The all primary time. champion on SmackDown. Yeah, primary. Yeah, but I, I think Bobby, being a former WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Bobby, it's a good guy to also have with that belt, especially if he's going to be the oh, in ring no. guy. He's a totally good guy to have with it, but I think Theory's a great guy to have with it too, and he's I think he's a future world champion. So you just also want to fucking stare at his abs don't fucking sit here and lie no, I mean, I that too. well i mean i'm that's not it for me although he has great abs um i'm kind of with joe on this one um i just know for sure that it's not going to be bronson reed so yes it is not going to be bronson reed unfortunately shit. um yeah i think i mean this match should be, actually be really good um oh, it be a great match um yeah it's the fall from one of them i think this is a great i think this is going to be a great opportunity to let let theory run as kind of the quote unquote lead guy and 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 kind of see what he can do as kind of the lead guy um and you're in a world where like you have a lot of guys you have a lot of guys that like same size barbie right like yeah cameron grimes uh grayson waller uh la knight you uh, don't have a ton of faces couple of guys in the lwo um like you have a lot of guys that are about the same size as you on that show, so there's there's some there's some fun opportunity for for some 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 matches in a in in a Austin Theory like face that runs the place uh, with the U.S. title. Yeah, he I, needs I, some face. He needs some faces to face, though. I mean, you can make faces. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying they're they're not very. Grimes is an easy face. face. Correct. Um, LA Knight is kind of a tweener. You can easily get him That's to be the saying. face. After the... after them, I don't know how deep their face roster is. I mean, the SmackDown roster is not super deep as a whole. In general. 
And quite frankly, anybody going against Austin Theory is a very quick, you can very quickly flip that switch. Grayson Waller, you're not turning into a face. Well, I don't think you're, yeah, but I don't think you're getting him in a U.S. title run right away either. Sleeping Beauty would just make them the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. He did it on our Dynasty. (laughs) They're Uh, a great team. All right. Uh, Next one. Uh, Raw Women's Title Match: Bianca Belair defending against Damage Controls EO Sky. Michael, is this where we finally pull the fucking pin on Damage Control? Maybe. Yeah, I'm, I, she doesn't even she doesn't even go here. Joseph, Bianca's never losing the belt. She's the <laughs> female Roman Reigns. She's the female fucking Bruno San Martino. She's going to hold that bitch for like 7,000 days. I mean, she's never going to turn heel. And she's never going to turn heel. She's going to be, I spin, I, uh, I twirl my hair, I skip around, I'm Bianca Belair. Like that, that's just, she's going to have that game full time. Here's what I'll say. Everybody's very concerned about Bianca losing, losing the longest Raw women's title reign ever on a technicality. Right. So how do you make sure that she doesn't lose it on a technicality? Io Sky becomes the new Raw Women's Champion, or yeah, becomes the new Raw soon to be SmackDown Women's Champion. That's how you do it. You have Io win the title. So maybe she just goes to Raw and Bailey and Dakota stay on SmackDown. No, you just then that that then you can do the title swap because, like, this is what I say to people because people get very worked up about uh props on a on a on a scripted wrestling show um because let's be honest that's what titles are right let's be honest um everybody's very worked up about oh they're gonna do a title swap that's so stupid i'm like okay imagine you tune into imagine you tune into smackdown next friday for the very first time and the opening segment is the wwe raw women's champion to open smackdown how does that make sense now you can explain it, but like you're you're really we're really gonna do this until next year's draft, or until the women's money in the bank, like or potentially like SummerSlam, like we're like it to me it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense. The SmackDown title should be on SmackDown, the Raw title should be on Raw. So how do you do that? You either rename the like we, without renaming the titles because they're not going to do that. As like that would be the easy fix, and just get new title belts too. So then you don't have to explain why blue's on red and red's on blue. Like just just do new titles. <laughs> like get rid of the colored titles. Like do do a just all white belt or something or a different color with the big block WWE for the smack for the for the WWE women's just do, just universal do exactly title. Do, just do exactly what they did with the men's title. White strap is the universal. Black strap is the WWE Women's Championship. Yeah, I, but to see, I don't, I don't think the logo would look right on a white strap because there's no nothing behind it. You know what I mean? Just put a black. Just put a black. I'm saying the strap itself. Well, right, but because white strap, black background, WWE logo. Black strap, black background, WWE logo. That's what I'm saying. All that you're physically changing is the leather of the strap. The white strap goes to one brand. The black strap goes to well, the other. Well, see, what I would do is I would do a 
for the raw for the title that's on raw to make that like the women's world champion or whatever do do a smaller version of the new world heavyweight title you just unveiled and then have a a version on whatever color you want on of of, of the other title you know but regardless I I'm getting lost in the in the weeds um everybody's worried about Bianca losing like staying champion but losing her record number of days because they're going to do the title swap because you have to do the title swap you literally have to um so the way to avoid that is just have her lose the title and guess what Io Sky is in a heel faction the, she's not it's not supposed to be ha- like people aren't supposed to be happy that she's the new champion so yeah, so turn you know the, to me I'm, I'm gonna pick Io for for that reason like it, it that makes so, the most has, sense to me God, I hope so because I would just much rather not have Bianca Belair as my women's champion on my brand anymore yeah she's never losing the title <laughs> uh and lastly we have the San Juan street fight uh Bad Bunny taking on Damian Priest Michael Is there a way that Bunny Boy loses? Like, I just, I just don't, I just don't think Hot Boy like a Bunny is going to lose. Um, like, I just don't think it makes sense at this. I point. mean, in like, Puerto Rico, I'd say probably not. The only way is if the rest of Damage Control gets involved. Whoa, whoa! Why are Bailey, Oscar? Uh, sorry, Bailey, Judgment Day. Yeah. I was like, what? Uh, why are they getting involved? Um, I mean, it would make sense. I mean, Bad Bunny's only a small bit taller than Dakota Kai. I don't know. See, I would say this is the kind of situation, though, where you could have Bad Bunny lose the match, but still, like, you know, LWO comes out and they get the heat back on Judgment Day and Bad Bunny hits some kind of cool move and that's how the show ends. You know, it's a Hogan must pose moment, right? Like, Bad Bunny must tiquero mucho. I don't, I just, I, I just... Don't think they give a shit about Dominic uh, about Damian Priest. I just truly don't. If your name's not Rhea Ripples or the go away heat that Dominic Mysterio is getting right now, I don't really think they give a fuck about any other member of the Judgment Day. It's really just easy to let fucking Hot Boy and Little Bunny win this fucking match. And and I mean, I would assume the LWO is assisting Bad Bunny in this match. That's I would wholeheartedly yeah, think I would that, think so. that they are gonna play. So it's it's significant role on on why it's that, the LWO with Rey Mysterio and company in the ring celebrating with him at the end of the night. Yeah, final final but, nail in his son's coffin before they split. This is this is your this feud. and I think this is your main event. Easy. Yeah, this is closing the show hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking f- fucking glorious train wreck. Fucking, it's gonna be a seventeen minute fucking train wreck. It's gonna be Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, fucking all over again. God, I hope I hope Lauren listens to this show with Ernest in the car and punches him because I just said that. <laughs> just fucking decks him. Just fuck you, yeah. Uh, Joe, are you taking Hot Boy like a bunny, or are you taking uh, the? No, the, I think I'm gonna take Damian Priest. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got, I got, I got Bad Bunny. I, it, it, it's, it's 
too quote too easy quote too predictable but yeah quote it's gotta happen quote uh but yeah that's do you want to give a, a pre-grade like what do you pre-grade? i think that if the, if this show ends at anything above a b i think it has to be a smashing success I would have to have some incredible matches. I think there's a couple low-key bangers on this card. Yeah. You don't think that they can't have a great with Cody and Brock and with the six-man tag? I I, I think that it could reach that. I'm just saying that those matches would have to deliver. I think Cody Brock will be really good. Um, I think think Bianca EO Sky could be a really good match. Um, the U.S. title match should be solid. I think the U.S. title match has to be a match that potentially steals the show if you're going to keep Theory as being the yeah um, champion on and Uber. and and the 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 street fight's going to be uh, a hoot for sure. That's what I'm saying. You know, you're not going to go get a five star Tokyo Dome Classic, but you could get a fucking help. You could get seven four star fucking really fun matches. Yeah. Like the only match that should literally be a car crash that's done and over with in a quick, fast, and a hurry is Rhea Ripley versus Lena Vega. Yeah, that should. That's the only match that should be like seven minutes or less. Everything else you can give ten to fifteen minutes to, and have a good three and a half to four star match out of. That's why I'm saying if it, if it's if it's better than a B, I think you did what you were supposed to the show after WrestleMania. You can't go out and have an F. You can't go out and just dump it. Yeah. No. I. I think, I think worst I think worst case scenario the show would be it would be a C. So I'm saying so you got there and you have a B plus, you know you you finished ten points higher than what what you thought you were going to finish. The crowd the crowd itself is going to bring this thing up half a letter grade. I would agree. With that Let's be honest, that. this crowd's going to be fucking hot, man. From the time they walk in to the time they leave. All right, that's backrash. Uh, check that out this Saturday. Saturday. Yep. Not last Saturday. No, Ernest. Joe. All right, Joe. I guess we turn it over to you. Happy Cinco de Mayo as it's now 12.06 as we hit the scrolling insert Joe's topic here. Uh, Not to be confused with insert Joe's other thing somewhere else. We'll make it real fast because, like, I'm tired. Uh, Cinco de Mayo... Is a thing. I don't know. Who's your favorite Latino wrestler? Let's go. That's not Rey Mysterio. Go. That's literally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? You know what? For, you know, you know what? I'm going to advance this. I'm going to advance this, okay? Did you say Wait. Bad Bunny? No. No, I said that's literally the topic. Nope. We're going to yes. do something different. We're gonna, I'm going to morph this. We're doing this draft style. We're going to do a three round draft of. Oh, you're going to make my fucking brain work? Yep. Joe, it's your topic. You can have the first overall pick. Volano number four. You son of a bitch. I knew you were going to fucking do it, you fucking asshole. All right, Joe took Volano four. I mean, you kind of um, asked for that. I know. I know I did. Are we uh, doing yeah. currently or all time? Well, he took Volano four. Well, that's the, yeah, he, the he dumb question. He took 44 for it to be current. So. Um, Eddie Guerrero? Good pick. It's a good pick. That's a great pick. Great pick. Great pick. I'm gonna go Laparka. Nice, nice. I watched him eat a guy with a fucking chair on an episode of fucking Monday Night Nitro a couple months ago. You, you did. You did. Um, 
Volano five. Jesus Christ. <laughs> your, your name on next week's show cannot be anything more than Volano Yo. I mean, are you are you surprised by that answer, Mike? No, but his name next week has to be Volano Yo, or he's not allowed on the show. Um, give me, give me. I'll, I'll take the throwback, Pedro Morales. Oh. Man, uh, give me the juice. Give me Juventud Guerrero. I like that. Joe's gonna take Volano fucking three here. All right, let's just <laughs> no, I'm Jim not. This next pick, I'm not. I'm gonna take. I I think he was underrated in WWE because his run there absolutely sucked. So it was properly rated, but um. Super Calo. No, no, Stinkara, the first one. Oh, okay. And uh, I will take, I mean, a guy who I saw wrestle when I was four years old and probably about 31 years old um, and multiple times in between. Give me Tito Santana, man. Oh, okay. I like that one. I like that one. Bobby the Brain Heenan's favorite racist joke. The Flying Burrito. Um, all right, last pick for me. No, I can't go that one. That one that one's probably a little too politically correct. You know what? Fuck it. I'll I'll take psychosis. Nice. He had great matches with Ray and ECW and good matches in WCW. Fuck it. I'll, oh hell yeah. I'll I'll, I'll go psychosis. So nice. Joe is the Volano family and uh Sin Cara. We name him Volano Six on this show. Uh, Jim has Eddie Guerrero, um, Morales. Morales, and uh, Tito Santana. Yours truly, La Parca, uh, Psychosis, and Juventud Guerrero. Funny, nobody took Chavo. <laughs> Stupid-ass Twitter. It was a joke. No, it wasn't. You just got fucking raked over the coals by everybody because of fucking big of a moron you are. Yeah. All right, so that's, uh, that's Joe's uh, makeshift topic. Worked. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Drinko. Please drive responsibly. Please drink responsibly. Fun shit as we talk on the show. Uh, let me bring up my spreadsheet so we can do wrestlers of the week so Joe can take a nap because he's falling asleep again. That In his defense, I am also getting very sleepy. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're all hitting that uh, wall as it's now 12 o'clock. We're normally good for another like twenty five minutes, and all of us are kind of like, "I feel like I got hit by a brick." Um, Joe, since you're awake for thirty five seconds, feel free to take the first pick this week. Um, let's go with. I don't know who did shit. Wow, great answer. Oh, um, um, the ass boys and, and no, not the ass boys, uh, the acclaimed and daddy ass. Okay. What the fuck did they do this week? They became the number one contenders to the trios titles. Cool. No one gives a shit about those belts. <laughs> what the fuck? 37th title. But daddy ass and acclaimed. I'm good. Give me the number one pick, overall pick in the WWE draft of 2023, Roman Reigns. 
I gotta look up something because now I'm fucking. Uh... Oh look, they did the brackets for best of the super junior. Sorry, I just got mine fucked. I'm looking at something. Uh, give me the new never open weight champion. Give me David Finley. All right. Joseph. Um, I don't know. Pretty deadly got drafted to SmackDown. Let's go with them. All right. Yes, boy. I will take uh, still your WWE World Undisputed Tag Team Champions for now. Uh, with a successful title defense against the Usos last week, I will take uh, Sammy and Kevin. All right. Um, go. I'm going to go with the, the, the girls that had a pretty good uh, pretty good week. Uh, I'll take the ladies that got called up to the SmackDown roster and are still the NXT Women's Champions. Give me Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Uh, Ernest does not get picks because he's not here. Fuck him. Yeah, you don't get picks if you're not here. To, to quote our show last night, which you can listen to on the Huddle Up podcast feed, no heat, bitch. Exactly. Show up, do the work. Yeah, that's, what, that's, our, that's our motto here. Yeah, because so- you're at a fucking mega death concert. You're driving home right now. You're probably asleep. You could have hopped on the show. Something like that. <laughs> fucking Joe's just flipping off the camera. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, um, Joe. You want to say anything else before we wrap this bitch up? Mm, I'm an Irish exit, so I'll guess I'll see you guys. <laughs> Jesus, literally just, just, literally just peaced out, man. I'm surprised he made it an hour and 18 minutes. I, I know. I'm. Sleep. I am impressed by that. I will give him he that. Fell asleep once. I mean, I'm. Yeah, he's sitting in a dark part of his house right now, on a couch, laying down. That motherfucker should have not have woken up after we fucking muted him. Fucking yeah, I, w- I was shocked. I was I almost got scared when I saw his face pop back in. I was like, "What?" Uh, look, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Hit the link tree there. Uh, you know the podcast at Three Count Thursday at Huddle Up Podcast. Uh, we had a new Huddle Up episode drop this week. Um, the off season continues. Uh, 3CT, we had the live show tonight. That podcast is up. Tuesday show comes out. Once I get done editing a bunch of uh-ohs out of that one. Ooh, was uh, there a lot in this week's episode? Yeah. The Lacey Evans fan club joined? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come Tuesday. Uh, Ooh, fucking come Tuesday? Fucking, you're going to hear that a lot. Um, I should find a, I should find a different... I should do like the old NFL films when it's like little slide whistles and shit. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah so check that out um yeah follow me hit, hit the link tree in mine you'll get everywhere you need to be all right you can follow the show at take the number three wrestling you can follow me on twitter at they call me burn send your hate tweets at ej christian seven feel free to send all your yeah do that negativity there um other than that guys we appreciate you hanging out with us we appreciate uh, all the fun that you guys let us have here on the take three wrestling podcast until next week where the rosters will be a little bit more uh, confirmed and the uh, champions may be different 
We'll see you guys after Backlash on next week's episode of the Take 3 Wrestling Podcast.